0: What a final round of major championship golf we just witnessed from TPC Harding Park. The PGA Championship is in the books. The 23-year-old, who couldn't even grasp the Wanamaker Trophy in the end, Colin Morikawa, brings it home. Unbelievable finish to that golf tournament. Thought we might have even had an eight-way, cha- eight-way playoff at one point in time. What an outstanding Uh, initial bring back into 2020 for for the major championship golf that we witnessed here at the pga we're going to talk it all things about it and talk not only just the pga but every corner of the golf world with my boy james kearns he'll be coming on here next and, and talking everything that we saw out there at tpc harding park what a phenomenal final round so join us like we said get that uh, cold cold drink or uh, if it's in the morning grab that cup of coffee somewhat like phil mickelson maybe your maybe your uh, routine is not as elaborate as phil we'll get into that too we really look forward to talking about the old uh, bryson and brooks feud as well maybe a little daniel Berger love too but of course connor Cowler will get a lot of the spotlight and we look forward to talking with you about it here on the porch Hey there, buddy. Finally got it to work. (laughs) Hey, how's it going there, sir? Oh, no complaints. No complaints on this end. Yeah, yeah. Just hanging out. got a nice little view there, out there in Asheville, buddy? Yeah, can't
1: complain. Looking at some stars. Supposed to get a meteor shower here come tomorrow night, I believe.
0: Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that. Getting all outdoorsy with it, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can hear all the crickets and uh, stuff chirping. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Not like you haven't been out here once or twice before, so. Yeah. You know. Well, Jamie, uh, just first impressions, man. What did you uh, what you think of the day today? Pretty good golf, wasn't it? Some great golf played today. I really thought we were going to
1: see a five, six-man playoff. Yeah. Um, Kind of anticlimactic with Collins'
0: g- golf shots after yeah. the golf shots hit. Yeah. there coming down the stretch. Man, that one on sixteen when he when he stuck that thing in. I, I wrote down the time at eight eighteen on the East Coast when he when he threw that. I think it was a three wood in there on sixteen, or was it a driver? No,
1: he had uh, he had a big old high cut with his driver to what like
0: seven and a half feet. Yeah. And then just drilled the putt. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, crazy. Only 23 years old, and this kid is already that good. Unbelievable. Go. I mean,
1: I mean, yeah. He's only missed one cut and had a streak of, like, 22 consecutive made cuts. I mean, that's pretty good golf.
0: Yeah, it's real damn good golf. And then you add in the fact that now he has, what, more wins on tour, two, than he has missed cuts, one, and it's the same with majors, yeah. And missed cuts. that's uh it's pretty impressive. It's only his second major. He hasn't even gotten to play in all of them. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> Guy hasn't even been on a British Open yet and he's already he's already won a PGA. Like I
1: don't think he's played he, I mean he clearly hasn't even hasn't played, I guess probably the Masters I'd say, right?
0: He could be sneaky come November
1: down there at Augusta. I mean, the way he hits the ball yeah, I mean, I would like his chances of winning his second major at Augusta. I mean, a, a cut, playing a little baby cut fade like he does, I mean, mm-hmm. that works well with that course. I mean, he's uh, and, clearly
0: an elite ball striker. And he's a lead around the greens, too. I mean, that pitching, we almost forget about that on 14, the one to give him the lead, essentially. I mean, that was a hell of a shot, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you lead, lead the – Event in three categories. I mean, you're probably going to win, win week <laughs> every week. You probably got a chance to. You got Except I, when they're, I mean, strokes game, putting, your proximity to the hole. Like, those are huge stats to be number one in. I mean, that's why he's the best iron player in the world, potentially. Him and JT? Uh yeah, I mean, if I had to have somebody hit a five iron to save my life, I'm probably taking <laughs> one of those two.
0: I think I'm taking more cow. JT's your boy, though, man. He's your boy. You got the Louisville connection there with him. Yeah, I'll, I'll take more cow. You can take. You can take JT. Wow. <laughs> man, so Jamie, let's kind of we can go on and on about more cow, and I'm sure we will as we go. But like we said, there was a chance there for I mean, almost what eight man playoff at one point this afternoon. I think it was what One, about seven forty three four five
1: six seven, yeah, it could have been an eight man playoff. You had yeah. five guys finish at
0: ten under. It's I mean if more doesn't get doesn't kinda of do what he does there on fourteen, sixteen, I guess it, literally the whole way coming back home, you have an opportunity for like you said, I mean a, a playoff to get really interesting. Uh, by the way, I don't know how you feel about this, but Paul Casey can literally go and I, so many negative things I'd like to say about Paul Casey played a great played a great round. He just he screwed up a lot of a uh, lot of money for me, my friend. There at, at number two, man, he's really. <laughs> it's hard not to like the guy, though. Like listen to this
1: <laughs> post round. Yeah, like giving Colin mad crap.
0: Oh yeah, going up and essentially giving him a hug. Like he's like,
1: man, you know, it's hard not to like the guy. I mean, he's uh-huh. been in sixty-four majors and hasn't
0: hasn't won one. That's tough. I mean, the fact you've been in sixty-four majors is crazy enough. Like, you're obviously a pretty damn good player.
1: That's yeah, that's an absolute wild stat that you've been in sixty four majors. I think it was back to like two thousand and two or something like that.
0: <laughs> and has never won one and then you got more here, wins it in the second one. Like And that's a lot of class though from Paul Casey to go over there and do what he did Absolutely. after the round. I mean I mean it's not, not surprising given
1: that he's an older gentleman and, and mm-hmm. he's from England. Yeah. He's a lad. He's a gentleman. Uh, I don't think you'd see uh, old Brooks
0: Douchebag Cupcake going over there. And I doubt Bryson old Bryson uh, DeChambeau is probably going over there either after the round to, to go congratulate. So, uh, I mean, you're kind of going over these some of these guys at the top there with Morikawa. I mean, Paul Casey obviously had a great round. Uh, did, was there ever a moment, though, where you kind of thought, man, Matt Wolf or Jason Day – one of these two guys is going to win this thing. I thought Matt Wolf, potentially, when he got to about nine hundred and he missed, what, two or three putts to, missed, to get to 10.
1: I can't believe how many putts he missed. Three putts on, I think it was 13 through 15 inside of, like, 10 feet. Yeah, and those the, shoes were freaking amazing, one, by the way. The one on 14 to, for that bogey was a bad,
0: bad miss. Yeah, he had that one where he lifted out too. That was like, "Are you kidding me, Matt Wolf?" I won't lie. He he missed threw a little flyer on him mid round, buddy. Eighteen for six thirty.
1: On (laughs) fourteen, he missed a three foot three inches for par. On on thirteen, he had ten feet. On twelve, he had eight feet. So. (laughs) 12 13 and 14 he missed
0: three putts inside of ten feet man I mean that you may you make any of those he might keep the momentum going he might win the whole thing I mean if you make
1: two of those and you take par you shoot 12 instead of ten yeah and, you're you're probably winning that thing you're putting a lot more pressure on him at, at least
0: mm-hmm what well, especially how whoop was kind of would have been in the clubhouse so much earlier than, than you know Morikawa and, and DJ and Day and all those guys coming in. If he could have really posted a number, I think he really probably would have almost got to the point where they could kind of run away and hide. Yeah, uh, there for a minute, man. And it, you know what? Kind of same story with Jason Day, like you just said with uh, like you just said there, um, for Matt Wolf, it felt like Jason Day continually had opportunities there coming down the stretch and just was so close barely missed out on 17 feel like he was he was right there on 16 had an opportunity i mean he just 16, couldn't 16, he just couldn't think, finish it i think 16 he
1: made a crucial mistake not hitting driver hitting 3 wood or whatever and put it in that bunker and had like a I don't know probably 40 yard bunker shot mm mm-hmm. mhm I mean, even for pros that's not an easy bunker shot. And yep. he leaves himself to like eighteen feet. Like I mean their chances of making an eighteen footer even though
0: they're pros, it's only like three or four percent. Like it's not yeah. that high. And on a and on a on some greens the way those greens were rolling this week and it probably I don't know the downhill uphill there for day on that putt in particular. But and that was right when we had the seven way tie too. Was right at that moment we had a seven-way tie. Day finds the bunker on sixteen, and it kind of felt like he was just fighting uphill the rest of the way. Could never, could never crack through. Did a great job, still finishing at ten under and in the top five. It was I was a huge, uh, huge beneficiary of that myself personally. Um, but I mean, the Aussie just he, he didn't have enough to finish it, and that was disappointing because I felt like he was right there.
1: Absolutely, I think him starting out with that birdie on one is like, all right, let's go, boy. And then eight consecutive pars, like you just didn't have
0: anything going on the front. And then on the back, he kind of started, you know, birdie, getting, birdie. getting there. Yeah. I felt like when he got through eight and nine, it was still hanging right there. I thought, you know what? Jason day might, might find a way to win this. And he looked confident. Maybe Fowdo was just talking him up a lot on the broadcast and made you think he had it, but you kind of, you just kind of felt like Jason day was right there and, you know, a few missed putts and he, he was – he could have won this thing. Um, I mean, you know, talking on Jason Day, obviously another guy who was right there, shot a four-under today, uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Tony Finau, both. Same grouping, same pairing, playing together. Both shoot four-unders, 66s. Both finish in that in that T, T4 at 10-under. What would you think about uh, both Bryson and Tony Finau's rounds?
1: I was actually about to bring up Tony Finau. Do you think he's the next Ricky Dickey? Can... No, I think he's better than Ricky Dickey. Man, he hasn't won in four years. When was the last time he won? 2016.
0: Damn,
1: that's like, crazy. Yeah, he's he's a great player, but I don't know he's... if he has that killer mentality that it takes to win one of these big ones.
0: Man, you know, but he's always right there. I mean, he is always right there, and he's... right. So and so has Ricky Dickey in, in the him. past,
1: always right true, there. True, true. But...
0: <laughs> I feel like the difference between Ricky Dickey and Tony, and I'll say it Tony fucking Finau because that's kind of – just seems like every weekend on a Sunday you're like, ah, Tony, Finau. And when he's hot, you're like, Tony fucking Finau. You're pumped about him either way you look at it with, with Tony. Uh, man, he, he can drive the ball longer than Ricky Dickey does off the tee. He's, he just has a smoothness and a, and a calmness to him that eventually I feel like he is going to crack through on one of these Sundays and win a big event And win a major. I mean, he was right there today, right there again today. Like you said, though, missed a few, missed a few putts. I know he missed one coming in on Friday that was a big putt. He he, he feel like he just, like you said, though, he always seems to not have that killer, killer instinct, and is just a little bit left to be desired for Tony Finau sometimes, especially on Sundays. You know, he only has his one. He has
1: one PGA Tour win, and it's a Puerto Rico Open. Yeah, and
0: that's great. I mean, he's. would you consider him a top 15 player in the world, probably?
1: Top 15 in the world?
0: Cool. Uh,
1: Let me pull up the World Golf Ranking.
0: (laughs) Got to look at it, reference it real quick. His game's there. Maybe the results aren't always there, but I feel like his game's there. And I feel like he's he's going to break through this year and win a big one. I don't know whether that's – I don't know how well his game is molded for Augusta, but I feel like he could do well there because he's a bomber of the golf ball. Uh, I mean, did think he T2
1: there last year, a couple years ago. I
0: feel like he's been around the top of the leaderboard at Augusta before. There's something about Tony Finau, man. He – he has that, has that just that right amount of talent. And, and I feel like you always got to kind of look at these guys in majors that you think can break through like more did today. Uh, it's not always the guys that have won it before. As evident today by Dustin Johnson, he, he right. just didn't really have it. What do you think it, of DJ's round as you're looking up Tony Finau's Tony world Finau, golf ranking?
1: To, Tony Finau is currently the 17th ranked golfer in the world.
0: Okay. So we, we were on it with top 15 to
1: top 20. And there are some people in front of him on the world. And this is the official fucking world golf rankings, which mm, I, <laughs> we well, all have our questions about. Yeah, them. I have a problem because there's people like Webb Web Simpson in front of him. Do I think Webb's better than Tony Finau?
0: But Webb won. He's won twice this year. That's true. Webb has won twice this year. Yeah. I think Webb's a, Web's a better putter. Than than Tony Finau, I think Webb's more consistent than Tony Finau. Uh, that's probably true. That's probably true.
1: So maybe maybe Webb because Webb's number four in the world
0: right now somehow. Wow, I guess when you win two events, and he and he pr- has done pretty well since COVID. He did not do so hot this week though, if I'm not mistaken. Correct?
1: Uh, he was he ended up I think even or minus one. Yeah. T30 or T40 down in there.
0: Nothing spectacular, yeah. Nothing spectacular, but was pretty was, – was okay.
1: Mm, top five in the world, Patrick Reed ahead of Tony Finau. I don't know about that one.
0: It feels like, though, Patrick Reed is always getting on to the top ten-ish of a leaderboard. He just grinds it out for four days. Mm, I, I mean, yeah, there's reasons why people don't like him, obviously. <laughs> but, Pops I mean, look at him bro. today – I mean, today, though, he he finishes in a t t T-13, yeah. 66. I mean, he's right there. He is one one shot off of being T-10. Yeah. Patrick Reed, he always seems to be right there. That's true. You know, regardless of what we think of him and, uh, you know, his kind of Patrick Reediness, I guess you could say, kind of the stench that comes off of him.
1: Uh, uh, Tyrell Hatton, don't know much about. Is that 14? Ooh.
0: Really? No, no, no. I would, I would not say. I mean, he's done well since the COVID, COVID swing here, but I would not put him ahead of Tony Finau.
1: I don't know that I would put my boy Tommy Fleetwood above
0: Tony Finau. That's tough. I feel like Tony, Fleet, uh, Tony Fleetwood, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Finau, and Tommy Fleetwood are literally almost the same type of golfer in certain respects. They don't look anything alike with the with the flow that Tommy Fleetwood's gotten, and, and he's so short, and Finau's you know lanky and can hit the ball out, but they they have similar games. I, I feel like, and they're both in that similar kind of need to break through and win. But Fleetwood's won a few more times than than Fina, correct? Hot take:
1: How is Tiger mm. number
0: fifteen in the world? <laughs> Those points just must accumulate a uh, long time.
1: Realist? No, because he was the he like when he took his break, he was like seven hundredth in the world or something like that.
0: Ah, eh, true. I mean, what? how much weight does winning Augustus still hold? Maybe. I mean, is that, is, is that why he's still there? I guess, but I mean. Let's, let's talk a little Tiger, man. What did you think of his round today uh, and for the week?
1: I mean, I think he played. I mean, he played well today for sure. Uh, made a bad bogey on 18 and eight was playing tough all week. So I'm, I'll give him a pass there.
0: That was the toughest hole in the course, without question.
1: Uh I mean, yesterday was trash, absolute trash day for him.
0: Yeah, and I lost. I literally put Tiger on a daily bet against Keith Mitchell, and uh, I saw 20 bucks just disintegrate out of my wallet on that one. Nice. I mean, yeah, (laughs) Friday
1: was the shit round by Tiger.
0: So he had two good days, two really good days of three under, and then two. Shit days in the movie, the middle of the days, you know, Friday and Friday and Saturday, second and third round. That's kind of when you need to find ways to compete to make a chance to win on Sunday. Absolutely, and it's still Tiger. I mean, it still
1: plays into conditions. Like, do I think he's healthy? Yes. However, comma, he's what forty five, like with four back surgeries. He's not the healthiest person like playing in cold weather it's it's tough like i've got a bad back and i haven't had surgeries like i can't imagine trying to go out and play in mid 50s and
0: fog and having to actually make good swings like (sighs) (laughs) yeah you can't yeah literally like there's no room for air for them and then you add in those conditions with his health yeah it's tough i mean for him to even do what he did this week pretty 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 damn good you know yeah, I mean, I, he tied – All things being considered. I mean,
1: he's tied with the number one player in the world in JT. True. Who had a very disappointing week by, I think, everybody's his, standards.
0: Yeah. Yeah, his, his especially, and I think everybody else's as well. Um, did he – I'm kind of looking – kind of screaming. Oh, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Did JT have an under par round? round? Uh, did he have one today? I thought he kind of had a good day today. Uh, but that no, he shot, that might it might be wrong. Even he, he was even. Well, yeah, okay. He had to have had at least one under par round because he finished one under for the tournament. Uh, he shot two under yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had to find one of them at least. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of these guys though that were. I mean, Rory did not have a good week. I never felt like he was ever really a factor. No, no. Uh, maybe all. He, I mean he he was kind of making a slight charge there at one point. And then I think he had a triple at one at one. I think it was Friday. And it just totally shot him down. Um, I, other guys on this list, what, there. I mean, Fleetwood had a terrible day today. Yeah what
1: what happened to him today? I didn't.
0: I don't know. I don't think we ever really saw. I think he just he got off to a bad start, and then let's go. We look, never saw you know, Tommy from Fleetwood again. I mean, I he mean, was
1: plus three. He was uh, minus one going into the sixth hole in the day, and then took a double. Doesn't help.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: But then he got a birdie right back on the seventh.
0: So at this point he's sitting at what six under right or five under somewhere around uh, in there.
1: Even on the week or even on the day, whatever he what finished at yesterday. So yes. Yeah, yeah he pick. was six under. Yeah, six under. Okay. So I mean he at six under going into eight has a par. Oh, he parred eight, which I mean that's 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 tough this week. Yeah. So nine he has a bogey. So he played them okay. front and one, and then. Had bogeys at eleven and twelve, and eighteen,
0: and had a birdie on sixteen. Hmm. Must have been. I mean, I'm. I'm either. I'm either thinking he probably missed a lot of putts today, or he was really off with his irons and just made everything that much more difficult on himself.
1: I mean, he lost almost a half a stroke to the field today in putting. Wow. Yeah, that's not helping. No, that's uh, that's not how you score. He also didn't. He played the par fives and even today, like for the pros, you've got to play par fives under par.
0: Oh, because you're just giving away shots to the rest of the field when you're not doing that. I mean, and there's no no doubt about it. And a guy who has a long length like him to not be playing those par fives better, yeah, disappointment. Um, you know, talking on Fleetwood, the guy he tied with. Down, down there at the bottom, made a little noise early on in the day, and I kind of looked at it and was like, really, is he really there? But HV3, was a little Harold Varner kind of was hot. was creeping early, creeping early. I think he scored those, through those first seven holes, and then he just kind of faded. He just kind of faded. well th- yeah but Is that not typical Harold Varner, though? Three straight bogeys on 11, 12, and 13 do not help. mm nope. Yeah, that'll that'll end any aspirations you have of winning a winning a major right there when you're when you're bogeying three straight holes on the back nine on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah that'll uh, that'll put those to bed real real fucking fast.
1: Somebody um, uh, they tied with in
0: Brooks Cupcake shooting four over today. What happened to him? I'm sitting there with our with our buddy Gibbs, and he had Brooks Cupcake for the uh, the top ten, and it was just like you could just see it; just his face was melting. You know, it's like, oh, my God, is he is he ever going to get this together? I, what was going on with Brooks? Bad back, the hip. I know he was stretching it out a lot during the early parts of the week. But I, what was going on with old Brooks today? I don't know. I, I, I,
1: no idea. I mean, him playing so bad, they didn't really show much of him on coverage. But three, three straight bogeys on seven, eight, and nine. And then two bogeys on the back didn't take – Advantage of any of the par fives and also bogeyed the drivable par 416. That's
0: yeah, I mean, when when more cow's getting an eagle there and you're giving a bogey, you know, you lost three shots right there, Brooks. Oh, he
1: he put one left of left and had to take a
0: drop. That'll oh, yeah, that'll do it. Sounds like me today, man, (laughs) to be honest with you. but I, you know what me and brooks probably had the same equivalent of a golf game today his was a little lower than mine but probably in terms of our aspirations for how the day was supposed to go it's probably pretty similar talking of of brooks what what did you make of his comments yesterday some
1: people were saying they were taking out contacts and blown out the portion other people
0: were on the on the other side are we are we talking the uh what were these comments can i uh, can i hear them there?
1: He said that when asked after his round yesterday, Brooks was like, "Oh, well, there's only one person on that leaderboard who's even won a major, and I don't even know who the other people are on the leaderboard." Like just being typical Brooks jock type A. Like, what? Yeah,
0: yeah. Really? Now who 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 did he who did he say this about? Because you kind of cut uh, out on me there for a quick second. He
1: said that. Um. Yeah, because has one major win, and, Brooks wow. and wow. It's like, oh, yeah, DJ's only got one. I'm not worried about him, and I don't even know the other
0: people on the leaderboard. And those are like the top guys in, in the world. Yeah, that you're bud. like the only people you douchebag, a- douchebag, Brooks Cupcake. That's uh, that's when Dustin Johnson's a. Would be a teammate of yours on the Ryder Cup. You guys know. You obviously know and have to respect his game, the way he bombs the ball as well. That's, that's a little over the line, I think, in Brooks Cupcake. And then you go and shoot a 70-74. Uh, Serves you right, to be honest with you.
1: Kind of, yeah. It's, it's karma. It's what you get for talking shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, he's been the rub with him. You know, he has that kind of kind of that coolness, that suaveness about him. The, kind of the almost genuine I don't give a shit attitude which some people think is refreshing but I don't like that when you're a pro golfer like somebody made the point today they said if Brooks if Brooks was not a professional golfer and he was just a, a 10 handicapper he'd be the guy who plays once a month maybe maybe if that or. even that's probably a good point point. Yeah. and I will the- I will say this though I, I do love the big chaw that he throws in there. that's one of the Few things but, I do like Brooks, about Brooks would be the guy that hit hit his drive
1: two hundred and there's four hundred left to the green and waiting on the group to clear. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. How many times did Bryson wait on wait on the group to clear today? Though I feel like it was every time he's up on the team I mean, box. He and He has to that. though. He fucking hits the ball. <laughs> <before> <laughs> it's true, it's true. He's hitting a bomb a seed every time. I, I'm I'm shocked by that on on, on Brooks though. Well, not shocked on it, but just kind of surprised that he said that about DJ, though. A guy who obviously is, is up there. You know, enough about Brooks and his and his disdain for the rest of the tour. A guy that we both, I know All we right. both like and kind of faded on me today, Daniel Berger.
1: Oh, I'm going to give you the exact quote from Brooks before we
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> before before we move goes,
1: I like my chances. When I've been in this position before, I've capitalized. I don't know. Johnson's only 1-1. I'm playing good. I don't know. We'll see. I was glancing at the le- leaderboard, and of the 10 guys that are up there, there's been, what, three majors? DJ has been in this spot a couple of times, and he hasn't been able to capitalize. Uh, I don't really know anybody else on the leaderboard.
0: Wow. So, he didn't know who Jason yeah, is? Yeah, you
1: don't know who Justin Rose is?
0: I could see it when it was Hong Tong Lee on Friday. But, I mean, the third round leaderboard? Come on now. I mean, I, Come on.
1: I, I will give Rory, Rory, uh, curly-headed fuck Macarory some props. <laughs> because he did. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not the biggest Rory fan, but he he gained some uh, respect in my book. He took up for – he said it was disrespectful, and he would never say something like that. Um, He said it's sort of hard to knock a guy that's got 21 wins on the PGA Tour, which is three times what Brooks has.
0: Oh, so Rory kind of threw a little shade there on him. I like it, Rory. You know what? Honestly, I'm like I'm like you. I don't love Rory at all. Something I don't think anyone's like a huge, huge Rory fan. I mean, maybe there are a few of them out there, but like, I give you that. There's some respect put on Rory McElroy's name right now, in my book. After uh, hearing him say that and kind of throwing that little shade, yeah, he's only won you know a, a three more, three times more than you have, Brooks. So why don't you just pipe yeah, down? A can you bit? Calm, calm it down? Like- Oh, I don't practice. So golf's not that hard. Golf's real fucking hard, bud. <laughs> don't act like it's not, Brooks. Yeah, after you shoot your 74 yeah. today. Like, wow. That's, man. You know, But you know what's crazy to, for Brooks? People will try and play it off. Not a big deal. Had the Chambeau, big old Bryson, said that, this thing would be, we'd talk about it till oh, the next month. Season. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, there does there there seem to be a different set of rules. For uh, for Brooks, sometimes I feel. I, like. I that's, that's because he's an, maybe that's fair because
1: of I, the majors. That's what I was about to say. I wonder if that's because of the majors or not.
0: Do you know what though? Like other, and I believe didn't he win three of those in a span of like a calendar year? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Because he won because he won that PGA and then he won those two the year before, so he did it within like an eleven month span. It's like you were hot at a good time, and you know what though? Don't. Don't get too cocky because that game will humble and, you. And you know what? I'm glad it did today. Okay, he
1: won the U.S. Open in tw- I mean, he's back-to-back major winners in two different majors. That's big fit, I guess. It's tough nice to, to do, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He can swing. Yeah, it I liked him
1: when he first won his first major in seventeen at the U.S. Open. Mostly because mm-hmm. I had him to win
0: it, but that <laughs> always helps. I liked him because, you know, he's got a little West Virginia tie. Uh, his dad was a, um, was an athlete at West Virginia Wesley and a baseball pitcher, actually. So, you know, you kind of, you kind of want to root for that guy. as a little bit of a tie. Not like he probably ever spent any time in the, the great state of West Virginia Brooks, but uh, I don't think he'd be playing the Greenbrier, but I mean, you know, for, for him. So I kind of liked him then, but now it's like, man, he, his act is just kind of wearing thin. They are. And I think uh, it's, yeah, and, you know, how long how long can you continue to act that way as you get older in the game? He's not a guy I see playing into his, like, Phil at 50. Don't see Brooks no, doing that. absolutely not. God, man. I wish Phil would have been more of a factor this weekend, speaking of did Phil. Did you uh,
1: see him – did you get to hear him in the booth yesterday?
0: No. Oh. No, I didn't. Dude, Was he great? Dude, he had dude, to he have been, right?
1: there. he He shot some – He uh, hit Nick Faldo with some shots while he was up there in the booth. It was hilarious. (laughs) Um, Love it,
0: love it. Faldo
1: said something about a short backswing, uh, or was asking Phil about his backswing. um, And Phil said, "If I shortened my backswing, I'd hit it like you or something like that." (laughs) Like, it was great.
0: Oh, Fowler probably got a big kick out of that, though. Ah, uh,
1: I think he was taken aback. Honestly, I mean, I'm sure there's,
0: I'm sure, I'm sure there's probably bit. not too a many people bit.
1: who have called him out. I mean, it's hard to call Phil. Phil's one of yeah, the few it's that hard to call out a six-time major winner.
0: you, know, you have to be like Phil and win how many Uh five? No,
1: Phil's probably got cool. or uh, maybe definitely got at least five.
0: Man, and just his look right now, though, 50, bombing the ball, off the tee, wearing those aviator fighter <laughs> fighter jet pilot glasses, all black everything. Like, man, he is just in the coffee video. I, we talked about this last time. Unbelievable. All the different things he's doing there, little almond milk, the protein. Dude, I wild, mean, man, wild with Phil. His, wild uh, with his coffee regimen. That's too much for me. It's so good. It, it's a little – I mean, it's a little involved. There's no question, but – you know me, dude. You know I like my coffee, man. I, 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 hey, if it works for you, Phil, keep keep doing it, brother. Because at fifty, he is, uh, he's still a, a, a specimen, a sucker, right, I guess. And it's it's fun to watch. It's just fun to watch him, man. He's just fun to watch. They honestly though, he would be great to have on a commentary. I would love to see once he's done, him coming up into the booth. I think he'd be great. He's great for the game of golf. Like, question, real quick, sidebar here. And we'll get back to the PGA, but is there a better character? for the game of golf than Phil Mickelson? I know Tiger with all the accolades, and Tiger brings people. But is there anybody more interesting in the game of golf than Phil Mickelson? Uh, I mean, the most interesting go-
1: man in golf would be what?
0: Miguel. Miguel <laughs> on <No, no>. him, <laughs> That's right. That's but. right. Man, you're talking – oh, dude. If Phil, Phil's just going to have to start smoking some stogies on the course and drinking red wine to get in Miguel's level. If he does that, then, then Phil's going to overtake it would <laughs> you'd say you has to be i mean i don't know of, man of the I modern mean, day players that are still playing i'd say so yeah i mean but also you kind of group them into age brackets too a little bit i mean some of these younger guys haven't had the maybe the amount of time to show their personalities the way the way phil has um over time but yeah I don't speaking, think there's
1: of, any doubt. speaking of you personalities know, i i really like scotty scheffler
0: yeah, very chill, laid back guy. Like, love the yeah, hat he was he's, rocking today. He seems like by a real, like, real,
1: chill dude. Like, would be one of the boys. And like,
0: like yeah, you're a PGA hey, Tour winner, but like, he'd just be cool yeah. to hang out with. Yeah, well, dude, I don't know if you heard, but Fowler talking about how him and how Scheffler and Tony Romo play really? golf all the time. They're t- and I'm boys. like, oh yeah, 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 big time hmm. boys. So it's like, all right, so real recognized, real there with uh, Romo and, and Scheffler, and I'm sure. Kind of Scotty Scheffler might be maybe a Cowboys fan. We just don't know it, potentially. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he, he was very chill. And you know what? He played a hell of a round today. I felt like him and DJ didn't feed off each other the way they maybe could have, and that kind of hurt them both to being a little bit better to maybe win yeah, the Yeah, being
1: both, like, chill, laid-back guys, it, it probably did impact them a little bit. Do you think not having fans – how much do you think it impacted – today and
0: the whole week in general i think there's definitely something to having fans and having that roar and and having the players feed off them but i think for some of the guys it might have helped them <laughs> i mean you know i don't know 100 percent for sure here but like a guy like more for example i'm not sure he's winning this major if there's a lot of chatter fans are just sprawling and crawling all over the place yeah i'm not sure about that i don't know you know i mean it's tough because you it's you, you're trying to set you're trying to say something that you don't have any ability right. to know but i mean i just i'm with you on that i, I think there was definitely something now i don't think it affects the viewing experience of watching no. golf at all having fans or no fans yeah. i could care less I, I don't um care. Yeah. hallelujah that we have it. and they don't even need crowd pumped in there like they do at, at all the other sporting events they it's just natural and it's it's, man, it's so great that golf has been been back in our lives the way it has. I mean, it's today. Just just having that major championship, knowing, hey, I'm going to go play 18, going to come home, nice dinner, have a drink, sit there and watch the final round of a major championship. Like, uh, who would have thought that it back in April? Ch- uh, I wouldn't have. I really enjoyed <laughs> it being on the West Coast and getting golf from 10 a.m. to 10 oh, p.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great, and that, like we, if we could get that every setup for a major, just put them all on the West Coast, like you know, other than the Masters, just put them all out there. Because in the British, we can have in the morning, you know, do our normal <laughs> get up at four a.m. and sit there and watch, sit there and watch that till however late it is. Sometimes like five in the afternoon, you know, <laughs> depending on. Um, shame we're not having that major though this year. It's a shame, where's, but it'll. Where's the
1: I, U.S. Open? Is it at
0: Wing Wingfoot? Okay. Wing so East
1: Coast times, sad times. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, but you know, and then that's a, That's another New York public school, no, no,
1: no. Wingfoot's not no, a it's Okay, super duper private. Out, out in the. Not, out, not <laughs> out, out in the Hamptons, <laughs> I believe. Oh uh, yeah, so we're not talking Beth no, Page. No, not not talking Beth Page. I will. Uh, on that note, uh, the class. Oh, to oh, go Say on that note, I am trying to. Scam a round at Kiowa.
0: Hoo hoo, very nice. Next, the side of next year's uh, championship, yeah, actually.
1: Yeah,
0: little ocean course. Little action. Ocean... That's uh that'd be that'd be nice. That'd be a nice little we'll, uh, day we'll right see. there. We'll see. We'll uh, maybe have a talk, huh.
1: have a little podcast about that at a later date.
0: Who oh yeah. Hey, if, if you get on Kiowa, you know, some come yeah. caddy for you, man. I'll just like to walk the ground, you know. Speaking of, t- you talk about Kia. it always makes me think of that, that classic Ryder <laughs> Cup too. What are your thoughts on that? You know, no Ryder Cup this year. I think it's the right move. But, man, as much fun as we're having watching golf, I would, lo- I would love for them to still have it. But with no fans, that would be totally different on the topic of Yeah, fans. I think it's
1: it, – it, they were talking about this during the coverage, was it's the one golf event where I think it's crucial to have fans at.
0: Yeah, it's a college football
1: atmosphere. It, it really is. For golf. It's probably the only yeah. atmosphere yeah. like that to where they're trying to get the fans rowdy before they hit tee shots. And, mm-hmm. and
0: mm-hmm. Well, well, the only other thing that rivals that is probably with the stadium course down there in a, at TPC, uh, yeah. the Waste Management. And, and that's only for one hole that it's real. One hole, yeah. <clears throat> but you know what, though? I don't know about you, but I have loved Tony Finau since he did Gangnam Style there. All the way back not in the day. Was the not Tony Fino? Was, Who was that? That was, was that James Horn. Oh, okay. You know what? Yep. Yep. Oak okay, and star. Man, you know, I, oh, dude, I, that's dang it. I really thought that was Tony Fino. I've, I've thought that's Fino for a long time, think, buddy.
1: I don't even know that Tony Fino
0: was on tour when that happened. Maybe not. He was young, though. He's been around for a while now, though.
1: Let's, uh, let's go do some research. That was in 2013. Yeah. Tony B now might not have been on tour.
0: I still remember. I always loved that because it was a little built-in. Everyone else is sitting there watching Super Bowl Super Bowl pregame coverage like it's going out of style, and we're sitting there watching the Waste Management Seeing guys just trying to hit that perfect shot in there on 16 on the par three. Like, I'd go back the day. And that was huh. a great Super Bowl, though. Ravens Ravens 49ers. So, was he there? Twenty uh,
1: thirteen. He, he did not start on tour until 20. He earned his PGA tour for the 2014 2015 season and was actually a member of the Big Break, which I did not know.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Big break, uh, what season of Big Break? Uh, That was in
1: 2009 at Big Break Disney Golf. Really? He also played the PGA Tour Canada, making seven cuts and eight starts, and then went
0: on to the web.com tour. This is a big Tony Finau Pro podcast. There's no doubt about that. We love our big Tony Finau. (laughs) We just want him to win. Come on, Tony. Get in the get in the house for us, please, please, please. And, and you know, man, I mean, some of these events coming up though could be good ones for him. Like playing, they have got the Wyndham, uh, the TPC Northern Trust up in Boston, BMW. <laughs> I guess these are all now the uh, FedEx Cup uh, playoffs. Chan- playoff. Yeah,
1: after the the
0: Windham FedEx is Cup, right? Not, it's the last event before the FedEx Cup. So there's three this year in the, uh, in the FedEx Cup challenge. Final yeah, there or always
1: are. They're the first two are
0: always rotating oh. on the courses. Uh, right, right. I feel like Boston always seems to get it though, for some reason. I feel like they've had it a lot.
1: Yeah. The TP, I think it's a TPC
0: course. Yeah. TPC Boston. I believe it's TPC, TPC Northern trust, TPC Boston. So I guess the tournament's actually called the Northern trust, but, uh,
1: TPC Let's Boston. see. Uh, uh, this so. Wyndham, I wonder if there's going to be anybody good in this field.
0: You feel like this is kind of a week where people kind of take off, maybe similar to like the 3M there two weeks ago. That's what, I, that's what
1: I'm wondering.
0: I mean, do you think any – I mean, that's it's a long travel too, from San Francisco back out – Back here east in the east coast to Greensboro. Yeah. That's a tough That's a tough road game right there. That's, that's a, a tough trip. That's a real tough trip. I wonder, mm. let's go
1: see if we can get a field for the win.
0: I would imagine there's most of the guys that are playing that are guys that have to play to get into the FedEx Cup.
1: Um, I don't even know if it, FedEx Cup might have, well, I don't know when those cutoff
0: is for the FedEx Cup. So like that wouldn't have mattered anyway. The Wyndham potentially this week, It wouldn't even have been counted. Yeah. yeah, Well, you know what's great about that too is you you get those you get those three events, the two that count for the FedEx, then the Tour Championship at East Lake. Boom! There is a uh, the Safeway Open, uh, out in Napa, California, which I doubt anybody is playing in, because then the next week you got to be down to Winkfoot for the U.S. Open. Huh. So we actually, it's, yeah, you just open as a bar.
1: championship actually has a pretty decent build.
0: Really? We got some headliners. We do there. have
1: some headliners. Uh, Sergio committed to it. And then
0: you have. There's got to be casino there, <laughs> Sergio's playing. Uh, that, that would be
1: false. <laughs> the only casinos in North Carolina are owned by the Cherokee Indians. Oh, uh, okay.
0: And there are none of those in Greensboro.
1: N- none of those in Greensboro. <laughs> so we have a Webb
0: Simpson. A Jordan, okay. Well, that makes sense. A A Jordan, Jordan Stake. Yeah, he <laughs> needs to
1: play. Uh, Patrick, top five in the world, reads. You know what?
0: Sneakily could win it. Uh, Tommy like. Fleetwood is playing in it. Okay, uh, okay. Trying to make up for today. I uh, like you, Tommy. Please, with us. Justin Let's Rose
1: go. is playing in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Brant Snedeker, Shane Lowry.
0: Snedeker. Uh, all right. Walt... All right.
1: Shane Lowry did not have a good week, man. Did not uh, at Walt all. Casey's playing in it after coming off of the T2. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The better question is you do you be fade the guys
0: that did well this week? More than likely. Or do you say they're playing? Although some of them have good form, That's what I'm though. Wondering, so do you say they're
1: in good forms
0: and just keep keep rolling with it. Uh, probably, probably. I don't know. We'll have to kind of uh, kind of look at it and see each individual guy. I think kind of maybe different sets of circumstances. How does the course play to them? You know, I probably won't have any exposure to Colin Morikawa next uh, weekend, though feel like you can't go to that bank twice in a row like i did today Adap- baby
1: adapt- let's go oh, more cow he doesn't <laughs> look like he's in the field
0: not even playing okay okay that's probably oh, smart for our, him our boy kevin Coming off is this playing uh, actually, nice nice the Case kids had a
1: pretty good round today i'm pretty
0: sure yeah yeah he did i believe he ended up finishing t i want to say in the top he's 15 uh that might not be it might be i might be off on kisner there i'll tell you what though kisner is he's kind of got a game that could eventually feel like kind of maybe get himself an opportunity to win Kisner
1: finished t19 played three
0: under golf today that's a pretty good it's day not bad I mean, not at all i mean Harris English bombing that, bombing that, uh, that eagle. I believe that he got. It's probably the only reason why Kisner wasn't sitting there almost alone in the T nineteen spot. No, good old L- Lanto, Lando, Lando Griffin, Griffin. <laughs> Lando Griffin off the Family Guy <laughs> episode. Uh, <laughs> I was like, is this, is that a real guy? You know? Do
1: you but, know
0: who I think? Man, now is Alex Norn playing next weekend? Mm, by the way, I do not know.
1: It didn't. He'd be an interesting I guy. I couldn't find like a full list. They just had like the big name people playing in it. Well, the bigger name ah, people yeah. playing in it.
0: I was just like, the people they're going to attract yeah, to get there. Well, nobody can get there. No fans. Oh well, Trust yeah, that's true. I, Entice us to watch yeah, it on saw, TV.
1: It.
0: <laughs> You'd be I going to that it.
1: one. No, I saw it earlier. I was like, oh, is not that far. Let me look at. Never mind. I can't look at tickets.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't even. Can't even begin to think about it. You know, I, I'll tell you another guy who t- today was really intriguing. And he and I feel like he – you didn't even realize that he was even – did this well. But John Romph, shoot to 66, seven under. I feel like he's going to be an interesting guy coming forth here in the majors coming up. I feel like he's right the on the The
1: person who is also tied with him I think is interesting is my boy
0: DB Straight Vibe and Daniel
1: Berger. Yes,
0: sir. You know, I feel like he kind of had an underwhelming weekend, though. felt like he was he was doing so well early Thursday and Friday, and then he was kind of there Saturday at the top, and then all of a sudden kind of fell back, and then today never really got any momentum, never got that traction going to, to make a no, real run and at it. No, two
1: back-to-back bogeys on eight and nine doesn't help either.
0: Two most difficult holes on the course. That ate so many people's lunch all week. Yeah. Uh, and- it, it, you know, Burger got his own. Burger, Burger got his lunch. Burger egg.
1: actually has some West Virginia ties too.
0: What a hur- hurricane, uh, West Virginia! A hurricane correct? West
1: Virginia girl. Hey,
0: you know, there's something in the water there's down there, right? Down in the water. <laughs> we've all, we've all, they, we've all they, heard they that before. <laughs> good old, good old hurricane. hurricane. Hey, you know. Oh, go hurricane. ahead. man. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no i'll tell you like burger it's it's crazy to think that like professional golfer guy who went in down there at the clone down there in colonial down there in old in raiders neck of the woods in texas and then you have him married a girl from hurricane sitting there t13 at the u.s open like i um, mean i don't think on, they're married i, I think unbelievable
1: oh okay okay jump the gun yeah, there yeah, I, I mean they've been dating for a long
0: time though Okay, okay. Hey, good, good for her, and uh and probably yeah, good for him too. Good, so. good, for, good for her again. She's a, she kind yeah, of caught, yeah. but whatever. Oh, oh, wow! If uh if she's hearing it, she you know, come on, come on, come on with us. We'll we'll try and de-expose this lie here that we're that we're we're spreading here. Hey, let's um. Off, of, off of Berger, because we could let's let's get off of, let's get off of this train before we get any farther down down the tracks. Um, how about Hong Tong Lee and that practice regiment that he went through on Friday afternoon after going out there and shooting? What a sixty. He was there for six hours. Is that as long as Daniel Berger's lasting?
1: <laughs> he was there for? Was he? What he shot five? Yeah, sixty five.
0: Yeah, sixty-five and then he's then he's there for six hours. Now they said that he went back to like a little spot and and did like eight or something and then he came back, but they're like, Go home. Go home. Daniel Berger would go home. Uh, I would go home, but, like <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> sit out there
1: for six
0: hours after I've already played. Hong Kong lean must not have him a woman. Uh,
1: there's that, no way
0: that there's no way that's happening, right? Or she's just not there.
1: He's probably not there. I I wonder why what 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 it is. I wonder if it's just their
0: culture. Like Yeah, probably. I mean Chinese guy, right? Yeah. And he gr- just kinda wants drill sergeant practice as much as he can.
1: Yeah, growing up in China, like I mean that is their culture of like hard work and
0: just grinding. you know, in time, though, he's going to end up winning himself a big tournament, though, with that kind of work ethic and that kind of talent.
1: Uh, I I don't know that he even plays on the tour. Yeah, he plays on
0: the European tour mostly. So he's not going to be over here much. Ah. So he's got his opportunities to win majors and that's about it. I mean, a, a guy like that, though, better money probably over here. Shouldn't he probably consider it at least, right? I don't know how much money they make
1: over on the European tour. I'm sure it's not. I mean, there's a lot of guys that play over there full time.
0: Uh mm-hmm. Um. And they come over for the Masters, the Open, yeah. Come the PGA, over, obviously, come over for
1: those events. But I mean, before before this week, he had. I mean, he had a third in the British and the in 2017, but before that, I mean, after that, he
0: hasn't done really much of anything. I feel like you've heard his name, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's he's, he's been around without being around. You know? Uh, he's no Colin Murakawa now. I'll tell you that. That is that is valid. Yeah. like You know, it's funny. I, I don't I mean, did you, had you really, when did he kind of jump on the radar for you, Murakawa? Are we talking last year, maybe, or I, mean, I didn't really know much about him before this. Maybe this year, maybe in, even before COVID. I mean, he's been—I don't even think he's been on tour a full year, maybe a full year. Yeah, well, I remember them talking about when he lost, essentially lost that to Berger at the at the Colonial, and they said, "Man, he, he rubbed shoulders with all the good, all the best pros." They said he's he's right there. You got You know he's gonna. He has all this talent. It's just a matter of time. And then, boom, comes out there and wins at a prestigious course like Muirfield, winning that work day. And then today, I mean, he's, he's been on top of the golf world, really, uh, here the last since, – since, you know, we came back from, think, uh, from the coronavirus. I
1: think he first jumped on the radar for me. I actually watched him in the US AM uh, maybe last year, and then he turned pro. Uh, I was like, "This kid's good," and then he actually could. He had a chance for his first win last year, but our boy Maddie Wolf got the win instead at the 3M. Oh,
0: Okay, I Matty- love old Maddie Wolf there up at Mat- the up in Blaine, Minnesota. Love, Matty, love that Maddie Wolf had uh, made that eagle
1: putt, and Colin Morikawa had an eagle putt of his own to time, and
0: uh, left it a little bit short. Uh, uh. Hey, you didn't leave putt short today.
1: No, no, he did not.
0: No, not at all. Not at all.
1: What's crazy is his uh, dad's name is Blaine. Wolf? No, Colin. Really?
0: Yeah. Hey, man, it was fate that I bet on him then. It was fate. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I might put him in every tournament from here on out. Uh, probably start paying a ta- probably start paying a tax on him though. Eventually, I mean, because going to figure him out, and know that he's good.
1: Yeah, you're going to be starting to pay. Hey, hey. Your tax. does
0: he spell it with an e or no e? He does spell it with an e. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> everybody does. You know, hey, speaking.
1: Oh, go ahead, buddy. Oh, I was going to say another one of the young guns. I think is going to be interesting to see how he. Uh... Moves moves on from this is Cameron Champ, who
0: absolutely beats yeah. on the ball. You know, if it's not for him having the unfortunate there on nine of hitting that ball literally to the base of that tree, he, he was right there and and was doing pretty well. I think he had a big putt on eight, a big par putt, a long par putt on eight. Like, and you got out of there feeling good, and he was right there toward the top of the lead. And then – had some struggles there on nine, but, man, he is playing some good golf. How? What are we talking on Cameron Champ there? Is he uh, not very young or not very old, excuse me?
1: Oh, Cameron Champ is, yeah, he's, I mean, he's already got a couple wins on tour himself.
0: Hmm.
1: I think he's uh, maybe Colin's age at 23, around there. Really?
0: Uh, he's Not not he, was,
1: not. he was the Jordan year. He's uh, 25. Uh, excuse me.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Hey, he's still pretty close, though. He's been on the Tour Tour since 2018 uh, and won his first
0: event in 2018. Hmm. So he's he's kind of been kind of of matriculating in his career and starting to kind of mature and uh, kind of marinate into a great player. Uh, and he, he was right there today. He really was. Had an opportunity. And he kind of looks the part. He kind of has a, a feel to him like he's a guy that's going to win a major sure. eventually.
1: I mean, he – in uh, 2017, he was an amateur and finishes the lowing at the U.S. Open, like under par, I'm pretty
0: sure. That's, uh, that's not bad. That's pretty that's good. not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Hey speaking speaking of a guy who um kind of in that Cameron Champ ilk guy who actually tied with him, uh, and I was gonna reference he has a bunch of E's in his name when we're talking about no E, but Shaco Xander. Yeah. I mean I mean, what what'd you think of him for this weekend? I, I feel like he was he just didn't have it today, but yet he played a pretty good round. Must have been yesterday. He really struggled. I'm. I'm. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm confusing that. Oh, uh, let's go look. I mean, I mean he still what T fourteen? Correct.
1: Yeah, he only played no Xander, no T ten T ten. T ten. He played yesterday one under.
0: Yeah, so he's sitting there. So he's he's a four under heading in to to yesterday. Gets goes to five under. Shoots a three-under today. It looks like, to me, he kind of – he bo- he was he was out, two-under, kind of making some noise at seven-under. Bogey's eight. Birdie's nine. You're kind of back there feeling, okay, I've got an opportunity here. And then bogey 11 and bogey 14. But then he, he, he birdied 13, 15, 16. He, this is a real even round, I guess, all in all, for, for Alexander Schakoffel. I
1: mean <laughs> – he shoots six under if he doesn't have those bird bogeys though, and then it's a different
0: True. Thing. I feel like he was making noise and then all of a sudden he kinda he kinda stopped making noise. I think what really I guess that's him... what happens when you throw bogeys at it.
1: Yeah, I think what really put him out of the mix was his Friday round of even.
0: Yeah, you gotta be a little better than that at a major. I mean, when you start, when you first day four under, yeah, you you got to be a little bit better. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, granted, that's not awful. I mean, the guy, the the first round leader was day at five under, so he was right there. Just I don't know. You know, that's that's interesting. I guess four you four under even, and then what one under yesterday, and then three under today. So only shooting one under par for the championship in those two mm-hmm. rounds. Kinda of like we talked about earlier with Tiger, in the middle of the round. You can't you're not gonna lose on, on Friday, but sometimes you're you're not gonna help yourself win either.
1: I mean between Friday
0: and Saturday you play two under, like this
1: that's not gonna win major championships.
0: Nah. You gotta move. Those are the days you can score. I mean what what is I mean, in, in reality, what did uh what did Murakawa shoot on on Saturday and Friday. I feel like those were kind of his better days.
1: I mean, he shot in the 60s every day, so.
0: He was there all week. Uh, he shot,
1: well, he only shot one under on Friday. Friday mm-hmm. must have
0: played tough. It, it really did Friday, especially if he got off in the afternoon. Uh, that, that way, it was seemed to be a real tough go of it. So, uh, he was one under on Friday. One on Thursday opening round, he was, what, three under maybe? Who? I'm going on this blind. Uh Morkawa.
1: Two. No. Okay. <laughs> Morcala was one under after Friday.
0: Really? So, he's one under heading into the weekend. The cut line was at plus one. So, he's got a little cut cushion. But he obviously, with a, with a 600 today, he must have shot a 600 yesterday as well, correct? Back-to-back 64s?
1: No, he was one under on... Friday, one under – or one under Thursday, one under Friday. Okay, two under. Two under, and then shot five under yesterday. Yeah. To
0: get him to seven. So, yeah, when when you're shooting a five under and a six under on on the weekend, you're going to end up hoisting the watermaker trophy.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good golf.
0: Yeah, real good golf. Man, I'll tell you what, though, Jamie, I feel like we could do this all night. Um, and we've done this all night before. Uh, man, kind of in closing, <laughs> I'm thinking we kind of, you know, maybe kind of take a peek uh, in, at Wingfoot and uh, East Lake. Do you have anybody in that? Or do you have somebody you think maybe is going to be able to maybe win that FedEx Cup outright? Do you have kind of a favorite for that? Uh, what is, Let me go look at standings real quick. Got him up here. Um, let's let's just uh, throw out a name, and, and and you can I can tell you where he's at in, on the on the FedEx. Now, the top thirty are the ones that advance to the tour championship, correct?
1: Uh, correct. Ooh, yep.
0: yeah, But
1: they also I know they started to uh, like reset the points or whatever. I'm not sure when that happens.
0: As you go, hmm.
1: Um, and I'm sure this isn't updated. I'm looking at him now.
0: I mean, JT's got the big lead. He's
1: got a 700 point lead.
0: Our boy Daniel Berger in seventh. Trailing um, P. Reed, Oh, Patty Reed. It wouldn't... Depending on...
1: I mean, depending on how things shake out the next few weeks, uh, it'd be tough to, for JT not to win the FedEx
0: Cup. Yeah. Uh, a sneaky guy maybe to look at, though. Maybe a Bryson. Obviously, more Cal playing well, too. Potentially. Uh, maybe. I mean, guys that you could say, eh, maybe. Maybe might might make a move. I mean, and then uh, Wing Wingfoot having the U.S. Open in September. We obviously are going to need that that weekend with all the news breaking up, right and left and NFL. So, we're going to need to take all the golf we can get and just cherish it. Um is, is there anybody That's in funny. particular we look at and say, hey, at Winkfoot that we really, really like over other guys?
1: Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'll be interested to see.
0: I think it'll really be weather dependent. Yeah, I wonder what kind of. I mean, it's going to be interesting. You never know what you might get in September up in upstate New York. Uh, So that
1: could. It's not upstate. It's close to New York City.
0: Well, the Hamptons, right? In that general vicinity. Well, up in the northern, up in our northern sector of the country in September, and that's mid-September too. I mean, it it could be beautiful. (laughs) but we also might get a little more fall-like conditions like we just kind of did, not necessarily the same, you know, marine layer induced how it was out here in San Francisco, but could get similar kind of chilly-ish conditions for the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. I'd be interested to see how that course is playing, if
1: it's firm and fast or...
0: going to be soft. If it's raining like it is in Chicago right now on the Sunday night baseball game, uh, you could throw darts in on that thing.
1: Holy (laughs) Jesus Christ. Are you seeing that right now? No, I'm looking at the (laughs) the 2006 U.S. Open, which is the last U.S. Open that was played there. What do you think the winning score was? 2006
0: U.S. Open, what do you think the winning score was? 2006 U.S. Open. I'm gonna say three under par, <laughs> plus five. Wow! Hold now, hold on. I I want to try and guess the winner here. Can you give me any any kind of hints? Any I, I kind of pride myself on being a, a a savant sometimes about this meaningless sports knowledge. I'll be, um, I'll, I'll be surprised if you got this one. Honestly, uh, I, I, you know what? I I, I want to say I just have this weird feeling Wingfoot. Jeff Ogilvy. You are correct. Knew it, knew it. I don't know why, but I think I've heard stories in the past about now. Ogilvy is an Australian, correct? Yeah, he, he is. I think that's. Yeah. I think that was the massacre at Wingfoot. That's Phil's blow-up, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. I'm glad. I'm. I'm kind of disappointed now that it was Jeff Ogilvy winning it at plus five. Plus so, five. So hey, you got to kind of root for the course at times. Makes us make him feel like everybody else, you know. Dude, oh, that would I be, hope that would be incredible. I, I hope we get something like that. The,
1: the oh yeah, cu-
0: the cut was at plus nine. Whew. Hey, that was like me on the uh, the front nine today, man. <laughs> Damn, that's plus nine for the for the cut line. So, and let's also throw that out there. That's you know you're getting those conditions in June. Who knows what kind of conditions you might get in September? I yeah. like that golf course probably plays tougher in the fall than it would in in the middle of summer. Mm. Let's so Jeff Ogilvie wins at plus five. Phil, what was Phil at? Plus six.
1: Uh, I think so. I think is one shot. And yeah. dude, because dude, he who was third. Because uh, well, there's actually a t t two. He T. t-, t- with Jim Furyk and Colin Montgomery.
0: Oh, man. Monty and old Jimmy Furyk.
1: And, and what a... with, What was Phil's blow-up? Had a
0: double bogey on the final hole. Yeah. Wow. Had it one. Sitting there sitting there at four, four over for the championship. Blows up with a double. And, man, the fans love him in New York, too. God, would that not be? I think I'm betting on Phil in the open – regardless of how he's playing before. I just want that action. You can take 15 bucks from me immediately. That's fine.
1: Maybe go bet with him to win uh,
0: or to make the cut. Yeah. Hey, if it's anything like the Tiger bet to make the cut this week and that everybody had boosted, had to sweat, I hope that's not the same way for Phil. I hope it's not the same way for Phil.
1: Damn, Steve (sighs)
0: Steve Stricker was the second-round leader at one under. We're talking here at Wingfoot in 2006, correct? Yeah. Huh. Damn. He must have blew up.
1: And then the third-round leader was Phil and Kenneth Ferry
0: at plus two. Kenneth Ferry? Oh, (sighs) man. Interesting. I like it. Now, let's, let's, let's ask this question, though, real quick. So, what were they at? Leading the third round again? Plus two? Plus two. Wow. So it played a real tough Sunday. Now, we're, this is a par 70, obviously, Wingfoot, right? It, it, it is. Par 70. And I'm guessing, obviously, it's not going to play the same as it used to back in 2006. They're probably going to lengthen the ever-loving shit out of it because you have to nowadays with the way these guys hit the golf ball. But what was the yardage? Did it have the yardage there from 2006? Uh, it was playing
1: at... I believe seventy-two ish. Mm, okay,
0: which isn't long by their standards anymore. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, it's tough though. I'm assuming the rough is going to be insane. If you miss, good luck. Essentially, a shot penalty. I didn't think that it was that bad the rough this weekend out at Hardy Park. No, I think it was spotty in some spots. Mm-hmm. That's. I, but it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily one of those things where you were. You had no you had no ability to still score once you hit it in the rough. I, I'm assuming when we get to Wingfoot foot here in a month, if you hit the ball in the rough, you might as well uh, go ahead, go, go ahead, ahead and take your medicine and move on and try and maybe scratch out a par or just take the bogey and run.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those pack it out 30 yards and take your
0: medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes that's what you have to do to try and win a championship like that. Because if you don't, and you, you blow up and get the big, big numbers. So, I, that probably – maybe earlier comment about a guy who might have a chance. <laughs> uh, maybe not Bryson at a course like that. Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. And I it's all Mark again. Yeah, exactly. And Mark kawa, just now I'm sitting here. Did you notice on the end he almost dropped the trophy? Oh, he dropped the top of it. He dropped the top. I did not know that. Did not
1: know <laughs> – the, I think he thought the top was, like, screwed on, and it was not, and it definitely came
0: off. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. What is up with these pros when they win the championship with the tops of the trophy? I know Bryson, when he won the Rocket Mortgage, was carrying around like it was, like, a the Olympic torch and then more cow in a day. Like, man, just grab it by the base. Act like you've been there before with the trophy, you know? <laughs> more cow hasn't been there before, though. So, it's wild. un Unbelievable weekend of golf jamie brother i'm glad that we got to discuss it here a little bit on the porch man absolutely glad to have you glad to have you in we'll we'll definitely be back and we'll uh we'll have some more golf talk we'll, we'll probably uh probably bring jamie in for some uh some college football we'll probably make some picks here here and there cool. for you guys uh come fall gotta be better than this weekend though right Yeah, I gotta be better than this weekend. <laughs> hey hey man you know your boy over here had a top five with jason day and work uh, out outright. So, uh, pretty, pretty good weekend, man. Hey, listen to the Action Network Golf Podcast. They'll, uh, they'll help you out. Ain't no doubt about that. No doubt. It's, 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 it's a license. But brother, you take it easy, my friend. And until uh, next time, man. All right, bro. glad to have you good. on the porch. Later, brother. Everybody. What a conversation we just had with my boy, Jamie, on everything in the golf world. It was great to get to discuss a little bit moving forward about what might be happening and how good Collinmore Cowher might be. Uh, Who knows? Um, It was just a great weekend. Everything was so beautiful out there. Lake Merced out there by the bay. We hope you enjoy. Uh, I know I enjoyed it. Um, So I guess we learned that uh, we're a Tony Finau Tony Finau Podcast. Uh, Daniel Berger is a hurricane, hurricane guy for sure, right? And uh, we also learned that Colin Cow is really, really good. And maybe we don't like Bryson uh, at Wingfoot. It was great to get to talk with you guys on the porch and uh, look forward to doing it again very, very soon. So congrats to Colin Moore Cow, our 2020. PGA Championship winner and only a second career start. Till next time, we'll see you on the porch. Joining me tonight on the porch will be our first returning, returning guest, CJ. We're gonna talk a little college football. We're gonna try and figure out what in the hell just happened. RIP till the spring for the Big Ten and the Pac-12. How's Ohio State viewing this? Nebraska's making some real noise. I'm sure, CJ sure going to have some opinions about what we saw go down since Sunday afternoon when Northern Illinois, up in Maction Country, decided that they weren't going to play. And, uh, you know, there's long-term risks, obviously, but we three leagues are going to move forward. So how does that affect our view of uh, what's going to happen in the playoff picture this year? So we're real excited to be joined with CJ, so grab that... Uh, cold beverage if it's uh night or uh the coffee in the morning Try to keep that film mixing routine uh we're going to talk some college pigskin in the aftermath of everything on the porch